Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This ironic story full of irony happened in Winnipeg, Canada. That's where employees working at a big museum there say they've been subjected to racism and homophobic mistreatment at the hands of museum management. The group cited several references about how they were told to wear their hair a certain way or weren't allowed to wear certain articles of jewelry or clothing that, while technically are not part of the museum uniform, were part of the representation of the indigenous peoples that those employees considered to be their heritage. The CEO of the museum acknowledges there's work to be done, especially considering all the mistreatment and racism happened to the people who work at the Canadian Museum for Human Rights. <laughs> Didn't get the memo, did they, Cliff? Apparently not. <laughs> I just don't want to play with this Monday. I really don't, Cliff. I got here and I thought, you know, usually yeah. I come in, it's like, hey, what can we play with today? And this Monday, I just, I just wish it would pick up its stuff and go home. And we could start on a Tuesday. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> I know, I know. Cliff? Yes? Do you remember back in 2012, the Mayan prophecy said that the world would end in 2012? Yes. And now, did you see there's a new theory on the internet? Someone has reinterpreted the calendar, and according to the new interpretation, there's a new date the world is going to end. That's right. And it is, is it this week or it's next week? This week. <laughs> it's this week. According to the calendar, the world is ending this week. And I'm okay. thinking to myself, Cliff, finally, yeah. some good yeah. news for 2020. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> because baby New Year 2020 yeah. came in this year with a loaded diaper. That's kind of sad, Cliff, to hear that about Canada. I know. the. <laughs> Yo, know, you, that's kind of like the joke is that, by and large, Canadians are like Americans, except way nicer and more polite. <laughs> they apologize for it snowing up there and that's, that's making right. you cold. Yes. <laughs> but they're just yes. like us, it turns out, huh? When Well, when it comes to some things, yes. Read this story from Kelowna, British Columbia, proves there are just as many disgusting people in Canada as there are here in the U.S. A fact duly noted by the Morning Rojo Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Officers from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police Unit in Kelowna called to the Home Depot on Enterprise Way by store personnel who told the Mounties that they noticed a man enter the building Tuesday around 3.30 p.m., proceed to the plumbing section of the store, then drop his pants and poop in one of the display toilets. The officer on the scene quickly identified what was left in the sales floor toilet, appearing to say, yep, that's poop, but declined to collect any further evidence, instead asking to see surveillance video. The RCMP now says they've been unable to identify the poopetrator and also don't know if he wiped or washed his hands following the incident. When asked by reporters if they had a solution to keep this from happening again, store management replied, it depends. <laughs> I 
thought you were going to say like glue the seat down or something <laughs> like that. Something like that. I would say put one of those clear plastic, uh, you know, covers over the whole thing so it can't be moved or messed with and so <laughs> do something. Or a better camera. Oh, yeah. So you could tell if the guy wiped or washed his no, hands. No, so you could tell who it was. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't care about that. I'm looking for a little bit of help this morning, Cliff. A little bit help? of help. Yes. Uh-oh. As you know, our wonderful 11 yeah. listeners always fly into the rescue when we're needing the answers to important questions here on this program. Well, that's true. Every, if, if there's something we don't know, someone does. And I'm hoping that's the case today. Perhaps even you, Cliff Ingram, maybe you know the answer to this. Oh, okay, because I don't know what it is you're talking about well, yet. If you, so it's entirely possible. If you want to help us out, if Cliff doesn't know the answer, that easy-to-remember text line number is... <laughs> Okay, go ahead. 812-682-0520. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, hey, that's impressive. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> but my question this morning, Cliff, is, is there anyone okay. listening this morning that can explain yeah. to me mm-hmm. toilet paper math? I don't understand how this works. Okay. 24 rolls is 48, or so they say on the package, and 32 equals 64. No, it doesn't. It's 32, is it not? <laughs> it's not 64. Can you explain that, Cliff? Is there anyone well, that can explain a, toilet paper math? A, apparently, <laughs> apparently, they are comparing the amount of toilet paper on the roll of whatever product it is you're trying to buy to the amount of toilet paper on a standard roll. Does that make sense? Well, then their standard rolls got a lot smaller. Well, I mean, I mean that that's entirely possible. Because these things aren't like double, or they wouldn't fit in my little handy holder at home. <laughs> they would too; they'd be too big for my holder, too fat for my holder. Cliff, is that not true? Well, I mean, you only got so many yeah. inches there they I mean, give you on them holders. <laughs> is that not true? That you no, can't, no, you can't I mean, add I've, to I've it. Had, I've, I've had that problem exists at my house. I have purchased one of those mega rolls and it didn't fit in the thing you need more inches on that thing yeah. you need more inches on that thing yes and i think they're just making it up i mean i'd like to be able to go to the bank and have toilet paper math there whenever i make a deposit <laughs> where suddenly your your ten dollar deposit turns into 20 you're not a kidding <laughs> and we just continue like that now why can't the bank do that if the toilet paper people can't well flip? see that well <laughs> Do you use dollar bills in the same manner as you do toilet paper? <laughs> no. Okay, so that's why they can't do it. I use quarters. Here's Carly oh, Pierce no. Oh, no. and Lee Bryce oh, no. on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> Cliff? Yes? Is it possible to lose lip muscle? <laughs> as you get over, do you, older, do you lose a little bit of the staying power with your lips because... I used to have pretty strong lips, at least I thought I did. Would and, you like lift weights with them dudes or what? Well, I just, you know, they would they would keep the saliva in my mouth. And that's really what I was concerned about. And now I've got a leakage on the right corner of my mouth. Wait, so, so basically what you're saying is you just drool all the time. I, I guess. I don't know what's you're going on. For, yeah, you're looking for some excuse 
to make up for the fact that you just drool all the time. Well, the right corner always feels wet since like Friday. There's like, it's like I need a cotton ball setting there, or maybe a lip depends to set over on that corner, Cliff. Because a lip depends. Yes. <laughs> well, you brought it up earlier this morning, and I thought, well, you maybe that's what I need. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Can your lip muscles actually deteriorate? I suppose they could. Anything's possible. Um, although I would say the the um, the doctor would say that's a probably a symptom of an underlying condition. Now you got me worried. Don't say that. Don't say that's an underlying condition. <laughs> I'm just saying. Underlying you, conditions are never a good you, thing. If you have uncontrolled drooling, that's probably something. There's probably something else going on. Well, I'm not like rabbit or anything. I mean, I'm not you know, like foaming or anything. It's just like a little. It just feels wet over there. <laughs> Have you ever experienced such a thing? I've I've never had uncontrolled drooling. It's not uncontrolled. <laughs> it's like a slight seepage or something like that. A sli- well, I mean, you can control it. Well, it's can like not? it's like there's a hole over there, and it's <laughs> well. Have you checked to make sure that there's not another hole grown over there? Well, I have checked that. It's not like you know an earring I stuck in there or anything. It's got a hole. But now you've got me really paranoid about underlying conditions that you may have. <laughs> Uncontrolled drooling. And if I, you know, look that up on WebMD. Yeah. Oh, it, you're, gonna, you're not going to like it. <laughs> no. You're yeah. not going to like it. Cliff, I got to thinking about this lip leakage that I've got going on. Oh, you, you mean the uncontrollable drooling? It's not uncontrollable. It's just slight. <laughs> and I got to thinking while I walked outside to clear my head. A few yeah. minutes ago, I thought about coming back on here at this time and asking if there's a doctor listening that could call in and give me some help. And then I got to laughing yeah. out loud thinking, there's no doctor going to be listening to this program, Cliff. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> so I think I may have to go back to what I was told in junior high. What was that? A girl did in... You, did, you, wait, wait, did you have uncontrollable drooling in no, junior high? No, no. <laughs> but a girl in my junior high class in Owensville yeah. told me that yeah. she practiced kissing by doing yeah. lip-ups on her mirror at home. So you're going you're gonna to kiss your mirror is what you're saying? Yes, and she claimed that that strengthens your lip muscles. And maybe that's what, what maybe that's my problem, Cliff. My, <laughs> you're, you're not kissing enough. That's right. My <laughs> lips have started to fade away on me. Well, I think because of the the muscles are just atrophying away. And, and I'm blaming because, it on the COVID nineteen. That's well, the whole because problem. Because how many how many people were you kissing before COVID nineteen? Okay, you didn't have to go back in time that far. <laughs> well, you went to junior high. <laughs> well. You know, you wouldn't believe the amount of time I spent in junior high after she told me that. Just between you and I. Oh, man. In (laughs) anticipation that, you know, one of these days, you know, her with her super lips and mine with mine would (laughs) sometimes... Oh, are you not kidding? (laughs) Woo! But, no. (laughs) You don't have to finish every story, Cliff. Let me just end them when they need to end, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. Go ahead. Here's more. Well, that was it. I'm not going to go there. okay. (laughs) You already told the ending. There's a company in Kansas City that says they're ready to help their hometown chiefs when the NFL season gets underway. Now, the possibility of professional football games in front of empty seats is a real thing. And that's why Champ Tracks, a company that helps local teams distribute stats and other info, has now come up with something they call Hear Me Cheer. 
It's a free website portal that fans watching the game at home can log into and then use the microphone on either their phone or their laptop to contribute their cheering to the game. The program sends the sounds from your living room to the company's computer servers where they're combined with everyone else's, and then that's piped to the event, and it can be used in TV broadcasts or hopefully played over the loudspeakers in the stadiums so the Chiefs will know that their fans are behind them. And perhaps if not cheering, then maybe there'll be some belching and farting or perhaps some even some sexy time sounds to send to hear me cheer. But as the company's owner says, what's the point of booing if no one can hear you? <laughs> I don't want to hear that when the running back is breaking open, you know, in the open field cliff. What, hear what? You know what. <laughs> that? No, that wasn't what I was thinking. But <laughs> it got my attention. You said you didn't want to hear the running back breaking wind. No. Breaking wide open in the oh. open field. <laughs> and I don't want to hear sexy time while he's down to the 20, the 30, and we're, you know, we're about to score here. He scores! Yes, I don't want to hear that. If you're just joining us this morning, we want to welcome you to this program. It's already in progress, unfortunately, although I yeah. guess a lot depends on your definition of the word progress. That's exactly right. I just That sounded a lot better in my head, Cliff, than it actually was voiced. <laughs> Here's the question I pose to the rule maker. Okay. With prizes now starting to, let's just say, trickle back into Country 98.1, yeah. Is this the beginning of the end of no prize, just punishment? Will there have to be a stoppage on this, Cliff, well, once the prizes get rolling? <laughs> I, d I don't believe so. I, I think we could um, continue to play it as a separate game, you know, because there's room. There's room to do prizes, and there's room to do punishment. But would we get anybody to call in knowing, well, I could wait later on, and win a prize. And win a prize. And you guys are giving away well, Zipola. I mean, <laughs> yeah, at this time, call and win nothing. Later, call and win. I, I mean, I, th I see that. Call and win Holiday World tickets. I, I see where that's going. So perhaps it would be better than to just combine the prizes into the punishment game. Like we did last Friday. Yes. Just. Ex I mean, we'll have to come up with a new name for it because clearly we can't say no prize if there is actually a prize. But we could still offer up punishment for those who do not win the prize. Well, hold it. Yes. What if we don't have enough prizes to do this on a daily basis, though? <laughs> We're going to be giving well, away, like, keep, toothpicks? Why didn't, you say all, why didn't you say all this before? Well, I'm just saying, I just thought of that. If we don't have enough prizes for a daily, you know, giveaway. Yeah. I, then should, have just said, I should have just said yes. Can we do this? Yes. I think you should have, yes. I don't know what we're going to do. Just let you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's what you keep throwing. you keep throwing modifications. I can't set rules if you keep changing the game. Well, Cliff, I was looking around on the Internet this morning, and yeah. there's a nine-year-old, nine years old in Kenya, and okay. this youngster invented a hand-washing device that they're starting to use all over the place in Kenya. Nine years old. He came up with the entire design, made it, produced it. Here it is. A hand-washing device. Yes. And okay. I got to thinking when I read that, how impressive that is, and how when I was around nine, I think that's about third grade, isn't it? 
nine I years so. old. Yeah. I ate a candle at home thinking it would be easier to light my farts whenever I was uh, nine <laughs> years old. <laughs> Sad but true, Cliff. Sad but true. That's That story is like, if you wonder why Weed does what he does with his white coat and safety glasses, it goes back to that childhood it, right there. It does. It really does. That's it. Yeah. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. If you die, Cliff, in Amsterdam... Yes. And you have no fam- family or next of kin or any friends. Yeah. Here's what they do. This is okay. kind of neat. A poet will write a poem about you. He will come or she will come to your funeral and recite that poem before they bury you. Now, that's pretty nifty, don't you think? Oh, I, I totally agree. I don't know why I said nifty there, like it's 1952, but. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on, happy days now? I, I think I am. I think I am. <laughs> Although I should point out that because you have no friends or relatives, the poet will be reciting their poem to an empty funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you, and you can't hear it and, because you're dead. Well, <laughs> and I hope they don't, you know, go the cheap route like I am and can't afford yeah. a poet. Have to do a guy that comes in there and reads a limerick, and you know how bad some of those could be. <laughs> I don't. I don't want any limericks recited at my funeral, especially about a guy from Nantucket. Yes, yes, and all of that <laughs> you can take to the bank. Be safe and make good choices. And my lips are leaking, Cliff. They're leaking. <laughs> Anything else said this morning? Oh, yeah, there were a few things. Let's start morning roadshow phrases of a day with number three. If you look that up on WebMD. You're not going to like it. <laughs> Number two. Yep, that's poop. <laughs> it's always going to be number two. I'm just saying. Always. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today related to what you were talking about there just moments ago. Uncontrollable drooling in junior high. It's not uncontrollable drooling. <laughs> well, can you stop it? No. Well, then it's uncontrollable. Well, <laughs> I'm doing lip-ups starting tonight. <laughs> tonight. I might even try them in the men's room here at Country yeah, oh 98 no, to get no, an early start. No, no, If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.